0: Relevant Radio accepts donations of unwanted vehicles. The process is easy, free, and it helps keep Relevant Radio rolling. More information at 888 906 or relevantradio.com. Your life. Your life. Your morals. Connected. Connected. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. Hey, it's good to be here with you. I do love hanging out with you and taking a look at the things that are unfolding in uh, in your world of mine that challenge us morally and spiritually and uh, in terms of our relationships and uh, not just with family, but but with neighbor. And of course, race is an issue that's not going to go away. We have to pray for an end to that. There's tremendous division in this country. As you know, right now, there's tremendous unrest in the world. And uh, you know, we just... Uh, We need to pray. That's really the solution. Pray the rosary, especially. You know, today is a special day. In fact, if you're just joining me and you can mark your calendar, over the course of the next several weeks, I'm going to be continuing what I like to call my Fatima series. It's a Marian series dedicated to this message of peace. You know, Our Lady, when she came in Fatima, had a peace plan, and we are in what I like to call the Fatima window, those apparitions that began in May and uh, went all the way through October. I thought in the, in the weeks ahead, you and I, we can take a look, maybe every Friday, at an aspect of Fatima and why it is so relevant today and what we can learn from Our Lady who appeared to us uh, back in 1917. Look, there's a lot to look at. There's a lot to get into. We've got two big feast days today. Uh, today's a feast of the Sacred Heart, and tomorrow is the Feast of the Immaculate Heart. And they they go side by side, don't they? Um, you know, if, you, if you if you think about it, um, you have got the Most Sacred Heart and the Immaculate Heart of Our Lady. Uh, why, uh, Sister Lucia of Fatima? She gave some excellent reasons why. She, you know, why? And she heard it from Jesus himself. Uh, there's a, there's a book called In the Pathway Under the Gaze of Mary. If you want to read that, you can learn uh, that Lucia wrote in her, you know, in, in her uh, confessions that in, in 1936, or she wrote to her confessor, I probably should say, not in her confessions, but um, in 1936, telling him that um, she asked the Lord, you know, why he didn't convert Russia himself without the Holy Father making the consecration. And our Lord answered, because I want my whole church to acknowledge the consecration as a triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary in order to later extend its cult and to place devotion to the Immaculate Heart alongside devotion to the Sacred Heart. And uh, Jesus himself gives us the answer, doesn't he, as to why we have the Sacred Heart and then the Immaculate Heart right next to one another. Two hearts really were one, uh, Christ in the womb. You know, he, he he his heart beat with the same blood of the Virgin Mary. Uh, again, St. Saint, um, Saint Jacintha basically was got very ill and uh, was about to go to the hospital, and she directed her cousin, Lucia. She said, tell everybody that God grants us graces through the Immaculate Heart of Mary you know, that, that people are just to ask for him and that the heart of Jesus wants the Immaculate Heart of Mary to be venerated at his side. Tell them also to pray to the Immaculate Heart of Mary for peace, since God has entrusted it to her. So, if we want peace, hear once again from one of these great saints. Now, one of these great visionaries. If you want peace, you have to pray, invoke the Immaculate Heart of Mary, Jesus for uh, the Immaculate Heart of Mary for peace, since God entrusted it to her. It could, uh, you know, if it just uh, I said, look, if I could only put it into the hearts of of all the fire that's burning in my own heart, that, that makes me love the heart of Jesus so very much. I mean, she was on fire for it. Um, there was another saint uh, that tells us the same thing. In Fatima, on May thirteenth, 1982, in his homily, and I know you know who I'm talking about, right? The great Saint John Paul II, had tremendous devotion to Our Lady. It was his uh, you know, it was his deepest of devotions. He consecrated himself through Saint Louis de Montfort uh, to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, and his entire pontificate his entire future changed. He said this about the Immaculate Heart. There's a a very, very deep tie to John Paul and the Fatima apparitions. He claims Our Lady saved his life from that assassination attempt. He said this. He said, the Immaculate Heart of Mary opened with the words, Woman, behold your son. It's spiritually united with the heart of her son, opened by the soldier's spear. Mary's heart was opened by the same love for man, and for the world with which Christ loved man and the world, offering himself for the cross on the cross until the soldier's spear struck that blow. So you see this deep connection. All the great saints, too, understood how important consecration was, how important the Immaculate Heart of Mary was. So a little later, I'm going to talk to you about the Sacred Heart and the devotions, a great parallel and connection to the Divine Mercy devotion. But I thought today, as we continue our Fatima series, we would take a look at the Immaculate Heart of Mary, the promises that come from it, the peace that comes uh, from it. You know, in fact, at Fatima, Lucia was given this mission to spread devotion to the Immaculate Heart around the world during the June and July apparitions. Our Lady revealed to her, her the Immaculate Heart and God's desire for this devotion. And here to share with us a little bit more, to unpack this, is perhaps one of our nation's leading experts on Fatima. That's Barbara Ernster. She's written intensively about this. And she's uh, now the communication director uh, for the blue army. And you can learn more about them at blue com. Barbara, thank you for your time. Thank you for your patience. And thanks for being here on such a special day.
1: It is a special day, especially for anybody devoted to our lady of Fatima. So I'm glad that we could have this show together today.
0: So our lady reveals her immaculate heart this month. And then in the July apparition, and she spoke of God's desire desire for this devotion. Why did God want this devotion spread around the world now?
1: Well, you know, there was historically there has been devotion to the heart of Mary all the way back to the Middle Ages including many great saints. And St. Saint John Eudes was the one who propagated this devotion in his writings and teachings back in the 1600s. He actually wrote a uh, a mass dedicated to the Immaculate Heart of Mary and he promoted um the side by side devotions to the Immaculate Heart and the Sacred Heart, and so a, hundred, or a couple hundred years later, Our Lady comes, and she tells the children, you know, God desires that this devotion be spread, and why now is, is a big question. At Fatima, Mary presented a whole spirituality centered on devotion to her Immaculate Heart, and she brought a whole new meaning and focus to this, and one of the things she reveals at Fatima, she reveals a heart that suffered, and one that's troubled by the ease with which we were choosing a path of destruction, not only for our souls, but for the world. It was the first time in human history that mankind could now was going to develop weaponry that could destroy the world. And so it was a very urgent time for her to come, not just for peace, but for all that was going to unfold during the 20th century that we needed peace in our hearts. And so at Fatima during the June apparition, she She reveals to the children this suffering heart that's pierced with thorns that the children understood were from the sins of humanity. And their hearts are open to do what she asks. I know when I'm meditating on the um, sorrowful Mysteries of the Rosary, as we do today on Friday, sometimes if I meditate on what Our Lady was going through and her sorrow, it draws me deeper into what Our Lord was suffering. And I know that He suffered even more because she suffered. But she chose that. She chose to be a suffering soul with him. And, you know, that, that all happened at the presentation of Jesus in the temple when, as you mentioned earlier, Simeon prophesied to her that a sword would pierce her heart so that the thoughts of many hearts would be revealed. And so when we see the sorrowing, suffering mother, we look upon the son, and she draws us to him.
0: Yeah, it's so beautifully said. I, I was in, um, I was praying today, and as I was meditating, Uh, on the rosary, I was thinking uh, about, I was praying the Sorrowful Mysteries, and I just, I thought about Our Lady at the foot of the cross, you know. I I also thought about the stations, as I was reflecting on those as well, that third station on the cross where she meets her son. I mean, to hear the crowds cheer for his death, to see his body torn apart and bloodied, to meet him on the way to Calvary, never wanting to leave his side. I mean, this was a child that she had for 33 years and loved intimately. She understood the mission. That he was on. And there she stood beneath him at the foot of the cross as he writhed in pain. I mean, to meditate on Our Lady's passion, um, to, to, to do that, you can clearly understand why these Fatima seers also uh, were so moved by her suffering heart. Her, her heart suffers so much. Uh, at Fatima, you know, you and I were talking a little bit earlier. You, you said that, that her suffering heart pierced the children and their hearts. Um, what was it about her heart that that moved those little kids so deeply?
1: Well, I, I know when she revealed her her uh, sorrowing heart, and she opened her hands, and the and the light streamed from her hands and pierced their hearts. And and Francisco, what he experienced was her sadness, and he also experienced the sadness of our Lord. We, you know, he constantly wanted to console them. You know, each of the children got something different out of that. They received different graces from Our Lady, but seeing her heart and being, it it made them so much more open to whatever God wanted of them. And I think that is the prophecy of uh, Simeon in the temple. You know, when your heart is pierced, it's going to open, you know, it's going to be the conduit by which many other hearts will be open. Mm -hmm. And their hearts were open. They They became very compliant to what Our Lord wanted, what Our Lady wanted. You know, Mary's heart is the treasury of the divine mysteries of her Son, and it's the only pristine place that can hold the treasury of Almighty God, and the treasury of graces that are held in its. The treasury of His graces are held in the fullness of her heart. So when Jacinta said, "Tell everybody to ask the Blessed Mother for the graces you need," I mean, she was so young. Yeah. How could she have known this? I always nice. say that Jacinta, just by following the Fatima messages, these three children developed what St. Um, Louis de Montfort called the True Devotion to Our Lady, to the Blessed Mother, because they demonstrated many of those characteristics of true devotion to the Immaculate Heart.
0: Hey, um, I know St. Saint- no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Louis de Montfort, please go ahead. I don't want to step on you.
1: <laughs> well, he, he, he talked about this time. He talked about a time in the latter days when a special... Population of people who are especially devoted to Our Lady's heart would rise up and almost become the soldiers of these times. I I, I feel we're in this time, and I like to to ponder the, the 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 army of Gideon when he comes to the Lord. The soldiers are outside Midian's camp, and they have thirty-two thousand soldiers. And our Lord yeah. says to them, "You have too many soldiers with you for me to deliver Gideon into their into your power. You have to reduce your troops." Right. Well, by the end, he reduces them down to three hundred. And they go in, and and, and then they they were under the power of God. And St. Louis de Montfort says there's going to be this special group of people who will be like sharp arrows in the hand of the powerful Mary to pierce her enemies. Wow. They'll be full of grace and zeal. They shall be chosen to match themselves against the enemies of God, who shall rage on all sides. And he says they shall fight with one hand and build with the other. They shall overcome and crush the heretics, the schismatics, the idolaters, and the impious. I mean, that's us, all of us who are consecrated to Mary, to her heart. I believe she came at Fatima to get us ready for these times.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I think we live in very special times. Never in the history of the Church have we seen so many Marian apparitions as we do today. It's as though God himself uh, is trying to draw uh, to draw us closer to him and has sent our spiritual mother to do that. Fatima, of course, one of the greatest apparitions uh, of the past several hundred years, uh, perhaps of the past millennium, that in, in Guadalupe. Uh, Barbara, I only have a minute here. i got to take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk more. But before I go to break, I, I just want to hit on this theme of the Immaculate Heart one more time. Sometimes it's hard for people to get their head around it. Devotion to the Immaculate Heart. People hear that term. What does that entail? What is, for example, devotion to the Immaculate Heart? Tomorrow we celebrate that feast day, but what did Our Lady want us to do?
1: Well... Sister Lucia said, "The devotion to the Immaculate Heart is what she asked at Fatima. It's to be specially consecrated to her, and trust yourself to her, and trust yourself to her, yourself to her protection. Wear the brown scapular, say the Rosary every day. We'll talk about the Rosary a little bit later, um, and and sacrifice yourself and practice the first Saturday devotions. But the, to be devoted to the Immaculate Heart means that you are concerned about the things that she's concerned about. And At Fatima, she came greatly concerned about." souls that would be lost forever and sinners that wouldn't convert. And if we're devoted to her, we take on her heart and we have the same concerns as her. And then we live our lives out so that we're also working with her to help these souls get to heaven and help these souls be converted and bring peace to the world. Because it's through conversion, when we're at peace with God, when more and more people are at peace with God, there's going to be peace in the world. We're not going to have it without that. And that's, our Lord said the same during the Divine Mercy message. Yeah, that's true.
0: That is really true. Dr- tell you, Let me do this. I'm going to take a short break. If you want to join us, I only have Ernst or Maybe another ten minutes. But if you want to get in, feel free to uh, to call now at triple eight nine one four nine one four nine. That's triple 888- eight. 914 9149. We'll take your calls, your questions, and your comments right after this. This is the Drew Mariani Show. Listen in to the Chaplet of Divine Mercy. She's battling breast cancer. We're here for you.
1: cystic fibrosis. Every
0: afternoon at 4 Eastern, 1 Pacific. Thank you so much. On Relevant Radio. The Relevant Radio Studio Line is sponsored by Catholic Order of Foresters. Information about employment opportunities and their flexible premium life insurance plans. Available at RelevantRadio.com slash Forrester.
1: Why did you come? What do you want from us? Pray the rosary every day to bring peace to the world and to end the war. The world needs peace.
0: The rosary has been a victorious prayer for Christians around the world for centuries. This is a powerful prayer of meditation on the life of Christ. Mary herself pondered these scenes while on earth and treasured them in her heart. Sister Lucia said the rosary is a prayer everybody can do. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. That really is the key. You know, the rosary is such a powerful weapon. I prayed every day. I've seen the fruit of it in my own life. I've seen addictions be broken. We've seen what it has done historically, and we've talked about that a lot. I'm joined today by uh, Barb Ernster. And, uh, Barb, uh, that audio I love. That was, of course, Dave Carollo, the, the uh, head of the World Apostle of, of Fatima. And there is a brand-new movie coming out, too. I should probably remind everybody about that. I think it's coming out in August. It's August 14th if you want to check it out. I'm sure we'll talk much more about it as it gets closer. Uh, it is uh, called Fatima the Movie. You can do your own search for it and learn more. But, of course, it begins uh, quite often with the angel of peace. And one of the big themes of Fatima is this powerful prayer that Our Lady gives us of the rosary. She warned of the evils and the trials that would befall the human race in the months ahead, the rise of atheistic communism, the Holy Father having much to suffer, the annihilation of nations. And what was the solution? It was the rosary. So, Barb, let's pick up on that point. That sounds trite. John Paul prayed it, you know, uh, all the great saints have uh, have embraced the rosary. Our Lady in her apparition over and over again tells us to pray this prayer. Uh, Give me your perspective or maybe expand on that if you could.
1: Well, I just, the rosary is just, it it sounds like it's um, something that it it can be very mundane to a lot of people. And, you know, why did she want this? Well, it's where she's going to school us in her own Immaculate Heart. She wants us to understand the deeper mysteries of the gospel. And she wants our abandonment and deep trust in Jesus. When she treasured these very scenes in her heart as she was living with him, that's how we're going to get to know him and have this intimate personal relationship with him. It's gonna help us grow our, our trust in him. And who better to learn from than from Mary who, you know, the, the Immaculate Vessel, the one who who worked directly with her son to bring about our salvation and the rosary, you know, we're living in times of great anxiety. Many, many people are anxious about jobs or anxious about school, even whether schools are going to open this fall. I mean, there's so much going on around us and um, the rosary, you know, it it can be hard sometimes to say because you feel like, oh, it just sounds like a a burden, but I I know that would be the evil one trying to keep us from it because why, why would a little prayer like this be so powerful, but it, it is truly what she gave us, and she wouldn't have insisted on it. And I know Sister Lucia said it's, um, you know, why didn't our Lord ask for the daily Mass? She said because it's harder for people to get to Mass every day. But everybody can say the rosary. You can say it while you're driving in the car. You can say it while you're cooking or nursing a baby or taking a walk. I know my friends and I are walking now. We pray the rosary out on the street as we're, we're walking. It's not as easy, easy to meditate when you're out doing something like that, but it still is powerful and I, I firmly believe the Rosary is what relieves us of our anxieties and brings us that peace and keeps our mind firmly focused on god it 's very powerful, and we shouldn 't we, we want to learn from Mary if she 's telling us this, then we need to we should believe it
0: yeah you know we live in a very I, I, we live in a troubled time, and i 've got to be honest i i, I can 't recall time with so much chaos and unrest as we are seeing. Right now, and sometimes it is hard to keep that peace in your heart. But there, there is something special about the rosary too that I find that when I am able to dive into it, I'm able to really contemplate and meditate and pray for my heart. Something supernatural happens. A, a peace washes over me, and all the concerns of the world they begin to fade away. And we know the power of this prayer. Uh, we take it for granted. I mean, it has an impact in our own lives, but it also will have a profound impact uh on our country and i forget what pope it was but it was Pius the ninth or um, i forget which has said that if you want peace in the world you know then pray the rosary you know with your family every night you know if you want peace in in the world it's got to begin with your own heart but the rosary is what will bring that about and um th- this message of peace i mean you've seen it i mean you followed the rosary do you believe the it was the prayer of the rosary that helped to defeat atheistic communism as we know it
1: oh absolutely and i you know, there were so many people after the Fatima apparitions that just, you know, joined the Blue Army. Basically, signed the pledge that Lucia helped write with our founder, and they started praying and they became the the Blue Army of Our Lady that was going to defeat the Red Army of Communism. And there's even a story in Soviet history that they believed the Blue Army was a political organization. I mean, because there was there was so much news about about them, and they they even the Soviets felt that the Blue Army had the Blue Army of all these people praying had something to do with with the demise of the, of the Communist Party. But there's an interesting thing in St. Faustina's book as well where the, yeah. there's a point where she's praying for Russia yeah. and she's lent, lamenting to the Lord. And he said he said that country would already have been destroyed and annihilated basically had it not been for people who are praying for it. And I think of all those wow. people after Fatima that picked up their rosaries, yeah. started practicing the First Saturday Devotion. Yeah. Those three children, St you know, the two saints and sister Lucia who were praying for Russia. Lucia prayed a lot for Russia. Wow. And what a powerful thing to think of that a whole country is still there because of people praying.
0: I I love that. You have these, you have these kids fasting and doing penance and praying for the conversion of Russia. And then you have another great saint, as you point out, uh, probably 20 years later being told by the Lord that, you know, it was these prayers that ultimately saved it. And we have to continue to pray for the conversion of Russia and China and for, for all hearts in our country, you need to pray for healing in our own nation. Barbara, I have about a minute or two left. A couple of things I want to just mention. If people want to learn more about you, bluearmy.com, right? That's the best way to connect. Uh, the Fatima yeah. movie, when is that coming out? And by the way, it was Pius X who had that quote. Jake was just telling me. Thank you, Jake. Yeah. But um, uh, the uh, the movie, that's coming out in August, right? And uh, Blue yeah. Armies didn't produce that. That's produced by somebody independently. But um, that, that should yeah, be a pretty perfect. good movie. That's going to bring, I think, Fatima back to the fore
1: movie dot com, and it's coming out April, August fourteenth. It was delayed earlier this year because of coronavirus. We're praying that it will be able to come out in August, and everybody should see it. It, it really reinforces to everybody the the story and the human side of this this message, and you, you can get drawn in so easily to just what yeah. was going on with these people yeah. during that time, and we we would all identify with that because we're going through it ourselves.
0: That'll be a nationwide release. I'll. I'll bringing you up the speed on on that issue as we get closer to it and as i said in the in the weeks ahead i'm going to be continuing this series this marion series on peace on prayer on devotion to the immaculate heart these are really the keys they helped defeat uh i really believe communism and some of the worst evils that we saw in the 20th century and i think more than ever we need to respond to our lady of fatima's message today If we want peace in our homes and in our country barb thanks for being here it was great talking with you today
1: well thanks for having me and everybody just say the rosary today. But today's a good day to say it, cuz it's a feast yeah. of the Sacred Heart. Feast of the Sacred to Heart today, us.
0: feast of the Immaculate what Heart is. tomorrow. bluearmy.com for more info. Go there as well. What a great resource and what a great organization. All right. Well pray the chaplet when I return. We'll pick up our other weapon, right? The
1: rosary in one hand, the chaplet in the other.